Welcome to Go Find Out, the Career Switch Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, career coach, and speaker, bringing you actionable ideas from knowledgeable guests on how to successfully kick your fears to the curb to go after your career goals. You can find more episodes by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome back to the Go Find Out Career Switch Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Jelliff Russell, and this is episode number 66. In today's solo show, I'll be talking about setting new year goals and reviewing some of the things that I managed to accomplish this last year and some of the things that I did not accomplish this last year. So rather than a personal update today, let's jump into my yearly recap of what I did and didn't accomplish and then roll right into how to create your new year's career goals. Hello, career switchers. I have just returned from South Carolina where I was visiting family over the New Year's and somehow managed to avoid contracting Omicron during my trip. So that's good. I hope all of you had a great New Year's and didn't get sucked into making any New Year's resolutions, but rather created New Year's goals. And if you haven't already done so, that's what we'll be doing today with more of a focus on career goals. But first, I want to talk about a few of the goals that I set for myself last year. Some of my top goals I was mostly able to accomplish, like writing three to four books a year. I ended up cranking out four books and short story this year while working part-time for most of the year. However, I thought I might be able to complete some more books, and I just ended up getting burned out after writing about three-fourths of two new books before finally just making myself stop and sort of take a break. I think the smart thing to do if I want to continue working part-time, writing, and running my career coaching business is to stick to a three to four books a year goal. That number seems like a realistic goal, and as long as I don't try to push past that number for now, it doesn't really make me burn out. One of the goals that I didn't accomplish was to make Evergrowth Coach, my career coaching business, my full-time income. Within that overall goal was to make the business more automated, so more on-demand courses and less one-on-one resume writing and coaching. While I did not end up creating any of the on-demand courses last year, I was able to gain a better idea of what would be a good focus for those courses rather than just offering something like how to write a resume or how to nail an interview. Those are important topics, but courses on those topics are sort of a dime a dozen. So while I failed to complete that overall goal of making my Evergrowth Coach sort of my main source of income, and I didn't end up automating my services, I do now have a better idea of what that automation would look like, and I have three solid course ideas. One of my major goals was to go plus up my social media following and connect with more readers of my fiction or job seekers for my Evergrowth Coach business. I feel like I did end up accomplishing this through TikTok. Both my author page and my career coaching page have about 2,000 followers, which is more than I've ever had on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. So I'm pretty happy with that. Lastly, one of my major goals was to keep doing this podcast, and I'm so glad that I have been able to do that. I did have to shift around, you know, how often I produce shows and how often I interview uh, guests. But by making those changes, it allowed me to continue to create a show that I hope that you listeners still enjoy. In all, while I didn't achieve all of my goals, I was able to gain a better idea of how to actually accomplish those goals next year that I failed this last year. So let's jump now into setting those New Year's career goals. Welcome to the second week of 2022. 
could talk about the pandemic and how we're still in the midst of dealing with that along with a new variant, but I'm sure by now you are tired of hearing about it. So instead, let's focus on setting career goals for the new year. Now, this is slightly different than setting New Year's resolutions, as many of those tend to focus on what you're not going to do in the new year. The career goals that we set today will focus more on what you are going to accomplish this year. Our goals today will also have much more of a career focus so that you can get that much closer to your overall career goals, even if you're in the midst of a career switch and don't yet know what your new career will be. So first things first, I recommend that you try to write your goals down somewhere. I know I am really bad at this as well. And obviously, if you're listening to this while driving, that's not going to be an option at this moment in time. However, you could always come back to this moment in the podcast later and make that list when you get the chance. The first thing I recommend you do when setting a career goal is to make it realistic. So as I mentioned earlier in my recap for last year, for my author business, I set the realistic expectation to write three to four books a year. Now, toward the end of the year, after I'd finished and published my fourth book, I tried to push myself to crank out one or two more and just ended up getting completely burned out. Now I know for sure that if I want to maintain my other businesses and a part-time job, that three to four books per year is my max. Basically, this means that three to four books per year is my realistic goal. Now, your career goals might look completely different from mine, as will the amount of time, focus, money, or energy that you're able to give to that goal. Try to be cognizant of how much time you can actually dedicate to that goal, and you'll be a lot more likely to set a realistic career goal. The next guideline for setting your career goals for this year is to try to be somewhat specific about your goals. So instead of me saying I would write some books this year, I selected the specific range of three to four books. Now, I could have simply said three, but I like the idea of a range so that I can start book four if I have the time at the end of the year, and that way I feel less of a rush to finish that fourth book. In other words, I like a little bit of wiggle room. Other examples you might select that could be specific, especially if you're career switching, might be a goal to complete at least one free course within each of the career fields that you're interested in switching to. So if you have three different career fields that you have an interest in, then you might set yourself the goal of completing one course for each of those three career fields, which ends up just being three free courses over the course of a year. Or for a career switcher, you might set a goal to connect with eight to 10 professionals on LinkedIn who work in the field that you're trying to break into. By making your goals specific, there will be no gray area for when you've achieved that career goal. My third recommendation is to make sure that your goals are something that you have control over. One of my goals this year, as mentioned earlier, was to grow my ever growth coach business to be something that could financially support me by itself. While that wasn't a bad goal to have, there was only so much that I could do on my end to make that happen. I couldn't directly control how many clients chose to pay for my services. So for me, rather than just setting the goal for my business to financially support me, the smarter thing would have been to see that as the overall end goal was smaller weekly goals that would get me there by focusing on the things that I could directly control. Like I could have said I'd post on social media twice a day, every day in order to market my services, or that I'd learn more about creating Facebook and Google ads to improve my marketing skills, right? Those would have been the smarter, more actionable goals to set for myself that I would have had direct control over completing. And they might have led to me reaching that overall end goal of increasing my sales. 
So while your overall end goal might have elements that you can't control, like being selected and hired for a new job in your chosen career field, your smaller goals to get there might be to update your resume or apply for X number of jobs a week, since those are things in your direct control. The last thing I recommend for creating a list of career goals is to keep that list somewhere that you can see it. Maybe your bathroom mirror or as the background on your phone. Wherever it is, you want to get that reminder at least once a day that those are the goals you've decided to go for. I don't know about you, but I tend to get distracted by new hobbies and interests that lead me down rabbit holes that aren't helpful if they're totally distracting me from my overall goal. And it's okay to chase those interests, just not at the detriment of shirking something that you've promised yourself you'll do. Having my list of yearly goals visible also helps me to determine if some interest I want to pursue will take me closer or further away from my goals. For example, this year I had an idea for a podcast drama that I really wanted to do, but I had not finished publishing three to four books at that point. So I had to put that on the back burner and I do intend to get to it eventually when it makes sense and when it fits into my other career goals. So to recap, the four guidelines that I recommend that you follow in order to set your career goals for 2022 would be to make your goals realistic, try to be somewhat specific in your goals, select things that you have some control over, and finally, write your goals down and put them somewhere that you'll see your list of goals at least once a day. All right, that's it for the show. Join me next time when I interview Emily A. Hay, who founded a program which trains busy mothers in social media marketing so they can have more flexible employment options. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show. I hope the information helps you tackle your own career switch goals. You can let me know what you thought of the show by messaging me on Instagram at GoFindOutCareerSwitch or commenting on one of my TikToks at Evergrowth Coach. That's it for today. Now go find out.